Hello and welcome back to The Side Thing. This is a chatty little graphic designer's podcast where I am the graphic designer and I'm going to chat with you about what I've been working on and or what's just on my mind, creatively or otherwise. So first I'm going to dive into what I've been doing lately. You may have noticed it's been a little bit and that's because life got busy. Also, work got busy, so therefore I was needing extra rest, and the whole point of this thing, this podcast that you're listening to, is not to cause me more stress than I already have to deal with. So, hello, welcome back. Thanks for coming back. Um, first, I'm just going to chat about life. As I just said, work's been crazy, however, I'm trying to focus on the fact that I am working on a few different projects that are going really well, the outcome is looking good, and they might be portfolio worthy. So that's a positive. The stress of the work though, well, is definitely not as positive. But moving on. I have a story. And that is, I went to a wedding. I think it was last week. But before I went to that wedding, I had to go to Target, but before I got into Target, I busted my shit right on the sidewalk, right in front of other people, right in front of a car that was pulling up to me, and I have not scraped my knees since I was probably seven. Yo. Ouch. Fucking ouch. Sorry. Okay, so let me set the scene for you. I was kind of running late. I had enough time Like, I had done my hair, that part was ready, but then I had to drop Tavi off at my parents, and then I had to make it back home to do my makeup, get dressed, and then we had to get going. So I had dropped Tavi off, but I needed to go into Target because I needed a couple little, like, odds and ends. I don't even remember what was so essential, but, like, I was walking quick. Now, I always walk quick, but I don't know. The balance was not with me. Gravity was out to get me. I was wearing sandals, and I was wearing wide-legged lounge pants. So cute, so comfortable, but don't walk too fast in them because, I don't know, like, the wind that I was kicking up as I was walking, it was like flaring the pants out, and then I must have just, I don't know, taken a really big stride or something, and my sandal got caught in the pant leg. And it was either going to be my pants going down or me going down, but it all happened in a split second and boom, I was on the cement. And it like was jarring. Like I knew I was falling and I was like, oh, cool. And then I hit the ground. I was like, great, that hurt. And then there was a car pulling up and I really didn't want anyone to ask me if I was okay because while I was okay, it also hurt. And it was kind of embarrassing. And I didn't want to have to speak to anyone. So I just got up really fast. And I continued walking into Target. And I texted Dom and I was like, cool, I just fell at Target again. Not that this happens a lot, but I have fallen down in a Target aisle too. Another time. It was years ago. That's besides the point. Um, Yeah, he called me and then I was like, I don't want to go as far to say I was in shock because that feels dramatic. But I don't know, like the pain like wasn't really setting in yet. 
and I was just kind of trying to get my things and leave. And I looked down as I'm in one of the aisles and my foot was bleeding. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm bleeding in Target. I need to leave. And when I got back in the car, lo and behold, I scraped both of my knees very badly, especially the left knee. Goodbye. And the like tops of my ankles, it was like, I don't know, I tripped really fast and in a way that left me surprisingly injured. They're still not better. Uh, almost, but can't kneel. So that's my story. Another life update is that I have entered my board game era. Now, growing up, like as a kid, wasn't super into games. There'd be a couple, like a matching game, I was there. But I don't know, I just don't really remember being a super game-oriented child. I was more into like crafting things or repurposing recycled, recyclable containers and making imaginary shit. Uh, surprise, surprise. But anyways, Dom taught me how to play Monopoly. It's one of his favorite games and, you know, I feel like that game gets a really bad rep because it takes a long time or there's just like a lot of stuff that you got to keep track of. Having played it twice now, I think it's pretty fun. And I won one of those times, so my success rate is like really good. Also, we've been playing this game called Hive. That's been fun. Despite there being bugs as like the main focus of the game, it's fun. Played Uno the other day. That was fun. Mancala. That's fun. Super simple. Can't go wrong. I lose at that one a lot though. And then we also played this one called, um, oh gosh, Agricolo? Agricola? I think that might be wrong and I'm not going to look it up, but it's an agricultural game. There was farming and harvesting, livestock, and all sorts of stuff. Um, I really think it's a cute one. Like all the little pieces are a little, little sheep and little pigs. Very nice. I approve. In other random newness, Tavi got a new harness. And I also got myself a matching belt bag. Because, yes. Because yes, I wanted to match him. And you can like keep treats in there. I can put his little uh, like soft muzzle in there. I can put an extra leash, an extra roll of poo bags. It's just, it's truly nice. And also, yes, us matching is a benefit and I love it. But the reason for the new harness wasn't because of its cuteness. It was because his two tactical harnesses had to be retired kind of sad because those are like his first harnesses that I had with him. However, one of them permanently smelled like pee no matter how many times we washed it and the other one broke so that, you know, serves no function anymore. Anyways, he has a new harness and I decided to branch out and not get a neutral color. In fact, I went full-blown vibrant and got red and the belt bag is also red. And he just looks so cute in his little red harness. So that's been fun. And also the colorful harness has inspired a lot of sketching and ideas related to pampering Tavi. So stay tuned because that is one of the things I will soon be diving into. The last life update 
Um, though I'm sure there'll be some more sprinkled throughout this as I keep talking. I got some new apps on my iPad for creativity and I've been enjoying them. So I figured I'd share them with you in case you haven't heard of them, haven't tried them. Um, yeah. Okay, so the first one is Flow. Uh, it's on an editor or the editor's choice list on the app store. So, you know, if you're not using it already, maybe you've heard of it. It's a sketchbook app. I think it's the one put out by Apple or like affiliated with them. Uh, I really like the interface. It's simple. I mean, it took like a little bit to get used to. I'm used to working in Procreate, but that's kind of like you get a canvas, but you don't get a book. And I, I don't know, something about that kind of holds me up. Like with sketching or drawing or planning, if I feel confined to like one artboard or one canvas, I don't know. I feel A, like it all needs to fit on that one page, but realistically, like in a sketchbook, you have many pages, but there's not a great way to flip between pages in Procreate. That being said, I mean, you could just click into different files, but you know what? I was looking for something different and I did find it. It's called Flow. Another app that I found the same day is called Shadow Draw. Now, to be perfectly straight up, I have not actually used it yet, but I like opened it, I clicked around, I looked at what it had to offer. Um, it looks like some of it you do have to like pay for, but my idea with this is that it's like drawing lessons and I would love to learn how to draw people better, how to draw like architectural things better, and they have all sorts of topics and different styles. Uh, they also have this thing called free daily drawing. And so that's what I really wanted to call out here because even if you're not trying to buy anything or you're already fabulous at drawing, congratulations. Um, but also this could just be a cool prompt idea. I think I might try it. So like, the one that I'm looking at right now. Free art of the day. Kitten walking. And it teaches you how to draw a cat walking. And I don't know. I feel like that could be a really cool illustration prompt. Like using that as the baseline or as the like starting point and then creating something from that. I just think it could be a good exercise. So if you're looking for something like that, shadow draw. All right, and then before we dive into the side things, the stuff that I've been listening to in the background while I work or I'm being creative, it's been a lot of The Office, The Amazing Race, and background noise YouTube videos. Specifically, there is this account called Cozy Rain, and they have very cozy rain videos. It'll be like the cutest cottage you ever saw with a cat on the couch. It's definitely a digital rendering, but cute nonetheless. And then it's storming. It's excellent. That is enough life updates. The first thing I'd like to talk about is all of the sketches and planning I've been doing for Tavi. And I don't know what to call this. I've been calling it Tavi's collection. Like That's what I named the sketchbook document. 
But essentially, it all stemmed from his new harness because the color is so vibrant and different from everything else that I have for him. Like his bed is brown, his blankets are tan and cream, his toys are all neutrals except for the tennis balls are tennis ball colored. Um, so, you know, we're really shaking things up with this red harness. And so I thought, okay, what if I made him some little patches that were also fun colors? And then once I started making the patches, well, then I started making ornament designs. And then I started making toy designs, like plans for sewing toys together, um, plans to make a custom rainbow-bordered dog bed, Tavi name patches. I've got another plan for a different kind of bed. I've got plans for winter jackets, or a winter snowsuit, essentially, because it gets cold AF here in Wisconsin, and Tavi is not a fan. He's not a fan of drizzle. He's not a fan of rain. He's definitely not a fan of snow. Uh, and his feet get really cold because he's a tiny little one. And he kicks boots off like every other dog. But the ones you can get uh, leggings that have like dog leggings with little boots attached. But A, those just aren't cute. I'm sorry. They're not. And also, they come in horrible patterns, and I don't know if it would actually solve the problem of, like, keeping him warm. I think it would just solve the problem of keeping the boots on, but if the boots don't keep him warm, what's the point of having them on? Anyways, I have designs for a snowsuit for the boy. There will be photos. I don't know if I'll be able to get all of the plans onto one little carousel unit but check out the side thing podcast on instagram so you can see the visuals that go with this episode um you'll also be able to see all the little variations i'll try and put either letters or numbers next to different sketches so that it could be easy for you guys to be like oh i like b or i like c uh, I did that actually on my personal Instagram, at Taylor Rivetall. Uh The Tavi name patches, there were three different ideas of, they're like slightly different sans serif typefaces and then different color placement. Um, and then I had people vote on them and oh my goodness, we got the fucking engagement, y'all. That was like the most uh, engagement I've ever had on a post, so that was exciting. Um... However, everybody said A. Well, not everybody, but, like, it was kind of scattered feedback, but A is the one that's in the lead. And I don't dislike A, but, like, I thought more people would come through for C. Anyway, I'm not sure which one I'll actually do. Someone had commented a, like, combination answer. Uh, They had said to do the typeface of one, the height of another, but the color placement of the other. So I might 
mess around and try some other variations before I actually embroider it, but all of them are sans serif and rainbow, so regardless, those things will be present. I did, however, make him a patch, and it's a good boy patch, and the word good ends up being, like, those letter forms are then like the outline of toe pads and then boy is in the paw pad so together it looks like a paw print but the paw print says good boy and it's very cute i did it in primary colors because again the red harness has inspired something in me and i've been experimenting so I did red lettering, yellow fill color, and then blue for the border. But then when I took the patch off of the little, whatever that thing is called, the little hoop with the screw, trimmed down the fabric, the extra fabric, and then I like folded it to the back. And then I did a little bit of stitching on the back just to keep the edges down. And that's when I realized that I probably should have done the blue border after I took it off of the thing because then the thread like the blue could have capped the perimeter of the badge does that make sense like it looks nice but it kind of looks unfinished but you know it's my first patch so I'm proud of it I'm happy with the outcome Tavi doesn't know the difference so success you gotta take them where you can get them right all right, beyond that, it's all just sketchbook work and planning. So the second thing is that I've decided to make Dom a custom Monopoly game that is themed around us and our city, so Milwaukee. Um, so far, I've really just, it's also sketchbook planning. Like, I want to make the little pieces out of clay and or that kind of clay that then you can like after you bake it it becomes silver I don't really understand it but I saw it on the internet and I'll make the pieces with that so in my sketchbook I have some plans on what those pieces could be uh, he always uses the car piece so I need to make a car piece and then I just was asking him to say random things and then I would draw them and I was using ink and a paintbrush on I think like regular sketchbook paper so definitely like not the correct paper for the medium but anyway uh there's a sheep there's a clam with a pearl there's a plane a teapot a sailboat a guitar a yeehaw boot <laughs> aka a cowboy boot um a mug a tampon, a cupcake, a penguin. Um, I think it'd be really cute to have a piece that looks like Tavi because, you know, if you haven't already figured this one out, I love my dog. Um, and then one of the other random things that Dom had said was an orange and he didn't know like what I needed these random things for. And because it's just going to be a little clay piece, or like silver piece 
it's just gonna be funny that it's an orange because it's not gonna be orange in color and so it's just gonna be a sphere and that makes me smile so um I also practiced drawing in that monopoly man style it's kind of like a mid-century modern illustration style at least those were the keywords that I put into Pinterest that delivered me good search results it's kind of tricky. I don't know if I just overthink it when it comes to drawing people and faces, but wow, a lot of these look horrifying. And I'm trying to get it to look like I want there to be me and Dom on the game, but drawn in a way that pays homage to the original style. It's very difficult to make these cartoon people look like us, but also look like the Monopoly Man. I guess that means I don't look like the Monopoly Man, which might just be the best news yet. But I need to keep practicing that. Um, I also mapped out the board to figure out, like, you know, I gotta make sure we have all of the right kind of money, the different kinds of property cards, and figuring out just the logistics of it. Because again, I'm new to the game, so while some people may know that, like the back of their hand, I do not. Um, we decided to do locations all in our city so we spent some time figuring out which ones would make sense for the cards from the original game and now what I need to do is source photos of these locations and then I want to illustrate them in a fun way and then when it comes to colors obviously the game uses a lot of color a lot of bold color and Color is used to distinguish different elements of the game so that like immediately when you see things you can categorize it and you can get a lay of the land or so to speak. So I want to stay true to the colors, sort of. Like I don't want to do illustrations of these places and like say, okay, so for example, Boardwalk is going to be Lake Drive because, hello, the mansions. The mansions! Um, but that illustration, I don't want it just to be blue because, I don't know, like there's other colors, but I think blue should be the primary color. So while all of the colors will be used in all of the illustrations, depending on the place, it will have a different primary color and then all the other colors will be accents. That's the concept. I haven't put it into play yet, but at this point, that's what I'm thinking. I'm excited about it, and I feel optimistic that it will be a good solution for the task at hand. <laughs> um, anyway, I've also decided I'm gonna call it Milwapoli, and I'm excited about that. But I gotta figure out what the word mark is gonna look like. So far, all of my sketches, there've been um, some scripty ones, some serify ones, some scripty serify hybrids, but I don't know, nothing's like really resonating yet. So maybe that'll come later. I don't really know. Stay tuned. I ideally. Dom, if you're listening, please stop listening for like one minute. Hit that uh, 30 second button a couple times. I would like to get this done for our one year anniversary. But that is going to come up so fast and 
honestly like it I think it will be a lot of work to like make all the pieces print all the cards do all the illustration and design but that is my goal and I'm going to tell myself I'm capable of that and we're gonna see if I am the third thing is that I finished the throwing tomatoes at the crepery t-shirt painting however I do need to set it with an iron um I had mixed the fabric paint medium in with acrylic paint and according to the label you have to heat set it for like 30 seconds I believe and then it is supposedly permanent and washable I don't own an iron so I'm either gonna have to drive out to my mom's or find an iron on Facebook Marketplace because then I can wear it and I can take a picture wearing it and I can wear it to the place that inspired it and everything can come full circle that's it that's really the last update on it um the last thing I'm gonna talk about today is Christmas ornaments and now I know it's only September but the holidays get really busy really fast and work might be super busy and I just don't really know if I'll have the time to make ornaments especially because what is the word for someone who's like amazing at making Christmas ornaments whatever that is a Christmas elf I'm not it um so I figure by starting now maybe I'll have some handmade ornaments I can put on the tree when the holidays come currently it's really just in the sketching phase I want to make a set of heart ornaments for our tree and they'll be embroidered because I've been doing a lot of embroidery and so I'm planning them that have different stitches as like their decorative nature and then also I want to add beads to them because that will add reflectivity with the lights and also I'd like to learn and get better at adding beads to embroidery as well as hand stitching um I actually did do a mock-up well not really a mock-up I made an ornament the other day I cut out a heart on cardstock paper and then I traced that onto a folded piece of fabric and then I cut out that heart shape so then I had two equal sized pieces of fabric and then I like stitched around the outside until it was almost done and then I did the thing where you flip it inside out and then I stuffed it with scraps of old like fabric scraps um and then I closed it up and that's a freaking ornament y'all but I think the scrap fabric stuffing may be too heavy to do with the ornaments moving forward plus I did like different kinds of stitching throughout it so it's like uneven and it was really more just a tester but the tester proves that the plan works so get ready for some ornament content and also, along the same vein, I've decided that this year for Christmas, like for family and friends, I want to make people ornaments. 
of their first name initial and they'll be like embroidered and beaded in some sort of cohesive style. But as with many things mentioned in this episode, it's just in the sketching process and I haven't actually started on producing them. All right, well, that's everything that I wanted to talk about this week. So thank you for listening. You can follow this show on threads and Instagram at the Side Thing Podcast and my personal accounts at Taylor Rivetall. If you enjoyed today's show and want to be the coolest, you can go leave a rating and review on the podcast app, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. From what I've heard, that helps the show. So thank you in advance. Hope everyone has a great week, a great day. Hope you make something that is cool. And also, please remember to walk carefully when you're wearing wide leg pants.